Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 527. Today is October 11th, 2023. I am one of your hosts, Kyle. I'm another host, Mo. I'm Adriel. Hey, and I'm Kelly. Woohoo! Hey. I was just resorting the names just like <laughs> rapidly before we got going. <laughs> yeah. That's all that. I got them wrong. It's October 11th. Yeah. God, where did the where, year go? Yeah, the whole year is just gone. Gone. Uh, maple seeds. Uh, three gun, um, all gun stuff. That's that's where the year went. Gun stuff is good. Yeah, gun yeah. stuff is very good. A, a fair assessment. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Kelly, you haven't been on for a little bit. Why don't you tell us what you've been up to in guns? I have not updated the show notes at all. So here's what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot. So I've been doing maple seeds, uh, a couple more maple seeds, uh, a few more maple seeds, and I'm a couple of maple seeds. That's what I've been doing, especially for shooting guns. Now, uh, yesterday or last night, we did the She Shoots podcast. We did a special one. It's about hosting the Ladies Range Day. We had uh, um, Jamie Lee. By the way, Adriel came on too. Adriel, you won a prize. I gave them your address. So if you see something in the mail, it's coming to us. You won a prize. I won a prize? You How did, did you win a prize? I hope it's like a sensey thing. No, the it's Canada Ammo. It's a gift certificate for Canada Ammo. It's a good Ooh. one. That's way better. Angel's going to love that. So you are getting a prize in the mail. So if you haven't checked it us out on the She Shoots already, go over and do so on the second Tuesday of every month. Uh, we do have we do have our we do have our podcast, but like. Adriel did just comment on our podcast and you can win. You too could win a prize. We have usually three or four prizes per week. It's really good. Come on over and check us out. Um, we are going to be at the QCF AGM. No, it's not an AGM. It's, I don't know what it is. It's like a convention. I don't know. They have a whole bunch of different people. They're going to be on. It's going to be happening on the 21st of October. So we're also planning master classes for she shoots as well. We're going to have those up for people so that you can learn how to do all kinds of different things. So check that out too. Um, what else is going on? Um, just we're winding down Maple Seed here in Ontario. I've got the last two events in Ontario for Project Maple Seed for this year. It's going to be happening at Stitzel Range if anybody's listening and they want to check it out. We still have spots available on Saturday. And I think that's about it. Other than uh, end of the month, I'm going to do a new intake for FRPC, which I'm excited about. It means we're getting our wait list down. And then perhaps I'm going to be shooting an indoor IPSC match on the 1st of December. Nice. Cool. Other than that, I'm not busy at all. <laughs> that's all. I'm done. Yeah. So what about you, Mo? Uh, 
lot less than that. I ended up selling my reloading press, the Dylan 650, to a no. Uh, I wasn't using it since I moved. I never, I never put it back together and I uh, wasn't using it. I was just buying like factory ammo. So I figured I'd sell it. <laughs> he was looking for one. So it worked out. Um, nice. yeah. And it, I did, uh, I had, uh, I had a case feeder, uh, mini Mr. Bullet, uh, powder check. So it was a pretty good setup. So he's gonna, he's gonna be using it now. Picked it Whoop. up, the, picked it up the other day. I hope it was a good price. I, I saw one recently listed at the range, and I'm going, oh, that's actually a really good price. Uh, I, I gave him a friend discount, I'll say that much. Like Excellent. I did, I did. I tend not to. I'm always uncomfortable about that stuff. I like, I'm totally cool 10% with percent over retail. Was that, no, was was that the like friend a, discount? Acquaintance friend discount? No, no, friend no, discount, no, no. Best friend discount? No, no, no. <laughs> not... Uh, no, a friend. And so it's always that thing of like, I want to like get what's somewhat fair, but not getting full, you know, full value kind of in the open market, let's say. Yeah. So, All right. And that's how I do things. I mean, if it's a stranger, I have a price that I know that it's worth and I'm just going to stick to that. And if they don't want it, that's fine. But with a friend, I just come up with a number that I think is fair for me, fair for them. And, uh, I'm happy that it goes into somebody's hands that I know, and I'm not dealing with a complete stranger as well. So there's mm -hmm. that. Uh, I have a couple more things I'm going to sell too, because I have a lot of duplicates, especially for the Rimfire world. I ended up buying with a couple of extras of things. So I'm going to start like slow, slowly moving things. So what you should be doing is reaching out to your co-hosts and giving them co-host discounts because that's the th thing to do and then if you have anything else left over then you can send it out to <laughs> our listeners because that's well, what do you think do. is a fair co-host discount like 50 percent three and a half percent what like, <laughs> no no 50 percent no we're gonna run arbitrage we're gonna be buying your stuff and then reselling it on the market for a profit <laughs> see remember when we when you buy stuff we remember when you bought it and how much you bought it for true, therefore true. we can come back and say hey True. I remember when you bought that. I remember. True. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll talk. Um, what else <laughs> yeah. did I do? I, Richard's also saying, and the listeners. And the so listeners. Okay. Co-hosts, listeners, friends, general public. I guess that's the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I'm going to end up with nothing. Um, <laughs> so what else did I do? I signed up for, uh, Kelly mentioned Stittsville. Uh, I signed up for a Nipsick match there. That'll be in a couple weekends. So awesome. I thought that the outdoor season was over, but, uh, Stittsville added that match for late October. So that's going to be pretty cool. And no idea if it's going to be like freezing or a super hot day. Like it was mid last week, Kelly, I think we had some pretty hot weather. Yeah. We, it, Took a nosedive quite quickly, though. Yeah, it went from plus 25 to almost minus 25. 10 degrees, 9 yeah, degrees. I like that. Um, that's that's really that's really it for me. Uh, how about you, Kyle? Uh, I didn't really get up to anything this weekend. Uh, we got yeah. a new pop. So, well, between work, this the end of last week was uh, not fun with work. You know, work until 3 a.m. and then getting up a few hours later to go back at it. So yeah, this week, last week was not a good end for work, but uh, yeah, new pop. So getting arranged and getting her 
trained up, but uh, hoping to make a range visit this weekend because I got to put PCC trigger in the PCC and try mm-hmm. that out. And uh, yeah, I talked to, well, I mentioned it to Timney about the bump firing that I had with that. And yeah, they just, they, they is, confirmed is, in saying that PCCs are hard on uh, AR triggers and that they recommend running a dedicated PCC trigger. Okay. Which, you know, it was just temporary. I was planning on putting the PCC trigger in there anyways. But yeah, with that recoil and the light low reset, it's, it's not the greatest combo. Well, I mean, it's awesome, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's... Really, yeah, I might actually take a buddy. He just bought a uh, new Benelli, or not Benelli, uh, Beretta 1301 built in Arizona that he was checking out and he bought. So he was going to give it to me and sh- to shoot it, but I told him I can't take it and shoot it before he does. So we might actually go together to the range and just bring out some stuff and shoot. But uh, yeah, Adriel, how about you? Did some stuff. Uh, I went to that Mighty Peace 3-gun match. Yeah. So it was a five-hour drive on Friday. Drove up there. Uh, a bunch of interesting things happened that have nothing to do with guns. One guy, like, blew a tire, and then their spare tire was flat, and they had to get the wife to come and, like, bail them out. And <laughs> they stuck them with the broke-ass vehicle. All sorts of stuff. Guy had, like, some heart issues. All sorts of fun. All sorts of, like, crazy stuff happened just on the Friday uh, before the shooting even began. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, okay. Then we, they, we made it. So camped out at the, at the range and, uh, shot the match. And I have all my thoughts on, I put a video up on YouTube on it. If you guys are interested in seeing more about that, but fun match, good time. Uh, I shot with Colin who I shot with in, uh, Sherwood park before he's a hot shit shooter. I'm pretty good. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we did pretty well. We had a, pretty pretty hot shit match so we won that thing and uh nice yeah they had, had a pretty good prize table i won i won this hat nice and yeah. i won a set of uh walker razor headphones which i can i can just double up right just put mm-hmm. them on like that there yeah. you go yeah. those are the little profile those are nice this this is how you double up ear pro whoop <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so the match match went well. Uh, I had some bio ammo uh, that I've been shooting. I think it's been two years. Uh, it's starting to come apart. <laughs> <laughs> so I I had traded some to a, uh, one of the other shooters who want it's it's ounce and a quarter, so it's a little bit heavier, a little bit more oomph, but still like re- reasonably priced. So um, I traded a couple boxes to a buddy of mine. He runs a gas semi-auto, and it is overgassed, and it ripped the rim off of the hull uh leaving the hull inside Ooh. and just pulling the rim out uh, that gave yeah. him a death jam luckily that happened on the shotgun stage where it doesn't really matter because it's so short so he was able like his partner was able to do his shooting for him uh but uh, i had it um i had some of mine do that outside the gun so like extracted them and because it's an inertial shotgun extracted them gently enough to like just spit the crap out the ejection port and I didn't have to worry about it but uh, I'm going to have to shoot that ammo off like soon so because if it's starting <laughs> to do that it's, co- it's compostable ammo I think it's just been in my house long enough enough humidity has gotten in there it's starting to let go and it's uh, starting to decompose <laughs> it's to decompose yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll 
We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I got some nine millimeter brass from one of the people I carpooled with. So we, I tried like it's five hours of driving up there. So I tried carpooling with as many people as possible. Got four people in the van, which is, uh, which is nice. Got some really good, uh, mileage and uh, a couple of the people did the same thing. Pack everyone in, the in the, uh, in the vehicles. Um, yeah. Anyways, great match. Great food. Oh, they fed us good. They fed us good. Oh. Yeah. And the stages were fun too. It was kind of interesting how you you got to shoot them one day, and then from one position, and because it was a team match, two people shooting, and then from the next day shoot it from the other position, um, and yeah. try to try to do better, or, or you know try to try to see if you could do faster than your partner or whatever. Anyways, it's a good time. My video is up. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see what it's like, just go to my YouTube video. I for the video, I made it so like stage one, day one, and then stage one, day two, like right afterwards, so you can see oh, yeah. like back to back kind of a thing. Yeah, nice. But uh, good time. That was so sad. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was good. Um, I bought some. Uh, well, okay. So Wolver. I, some of the other retailers, so Amazon's doing this like prime deal days, which has nothing to do with guns, but all the other retailers are like, we're going to do it too. So Bullseye's doing it. Wolverine's doing it. Cabela's is doing it. Wolverine, right? had a, they had a, uh, a pretty good sale. Yeah. And uh, you know me, uh, I see something that uh, is a good price and I buy it. Buy low, sell high. What did you buy? buy? Low, what did you buy? Sell high. Uh, what didn't I buy? I didn't think that was priced right, Mo. <laughs> um, BX triggers, $63. Well, um, thank I you know. very much. We'll $63, buy. my, my. Yes, I will yeah. buy four of them, please. And uh, <laughs> uh, and then they had some shotguns. Uh, they had the uh, Huglu or Hulu. I don't know if you're Hulu. supposed to pronounce the G or another. I don't Huglu. care. Huglu. Huglu uh, sounds the worst. Let's call him Huglu. Huglu. Uh, Atrox. So they had a pump action that's got a, I think it's a plus two or a plus three extension on it. I think that extension is, um, it's going to be Benelli Nova, I think, because that's what the Turk shotguns like to use. I've got a Gersan 312 over there that could probably take one of those. But if I were to buy the extension on its own, it's probably going to be like 120, 130 bucks, maybe, right? With shipping and all that kind of stuff. This full shotgun with the extension tube was $169. I'm going to pull the <laughs> tube off. I'm going to put a cap on it. I'm going to put the tube on my 312 and call it a $50 shotgun for a pump. Uh, and then they also had, and they had a different Huglu or Huglu, Huglu uh, inertial shotgun for $250, something like that. So I got one of those because why not? Uh, and then today I noticed they also had the TM22 on for a killer price. So I got one of those too. Hmm. Credit card's just smoking now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I gotta sell some shotguns though now because I have I have too many shotguns. So and I got a semi-auto, I gotta sell maybe two. Maybe two 12 gauge semi-autos. Yeah, too many. What kind of discounts do you offer, Adriel? Hmm. <laughs> have you met Adriel? <laughs> <after the show. laughs> you're a um, cap you're a capitalist, I forgot. You have although... <laughs> His co-host, he gives us pretty good deals. I gave you a pretty good deal, Kelly. You, uh, you, you sold me a couple of guns, and mm -hmm. you've given me excellent deals on all of them. Again, I knew what you paid for them, or what you paid for them originally. <laughs> 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 I 
No, he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got to sell some shotguns. Uh, Lyman. So I bought a, a hand primer. Oh, it's right here. I bought this hand primer from them. Uh, it was a little bit out of spec. So I was like, I was monkeying around with like, I tried first these like little ears here. I tried pulling them out so it would go more in. It wouldn't push the primers in enough. Uh, I have a couple different shell holders I tried it with. I couldn't get it to work with any of them. Tried a couple of them. Uh, to got the plunger thing out of here. I gave it to my welder buddy who uh, burned it out. And uh, <laughs> so that didn't work. Uh, so I, I contacted Lyman. I'm like, yo, uh, this thing didn't really work. And I messed it up. And they're like, okay, we'll send you a new one. So they put one in the mail. And that's on its way to me, which was nice to hear. Because uh, I'm going to do a comparison between this and the the, the old Lee auto mm -hmm. primer. And I got another one. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Rich is asking, do you sort? Did you sort out the accuracy issues on that Wrangler? No, haven't had it out to the range yet. Since then, I've been doing like so maple seed four weekends in a row. I don't want to take handguns with me, and then it, that kind of limits like, yeah, what is what is reasonably direct if I've got a handgun in the in the van. So I just don't take handguns when I go to maple seeds. And uh, yeah, so I haven't had it out to the range yet uh, since then. Um. Uh, so I thought I was busy for November 4th, but it turns out that I'm not. I thought I was going hunting that weekend, but I'm not going hunting that weekend. I'm going the weekend after. There is a three-gun match at Chaz. So I hey. registered myself as an RO, and I registered both my kids as uh, the shooters. shooters at that match. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Chris has indicated that his Wrangler is a laser. I'm not sure if that we did. Mm. Mine's a gun. Mine's a gun. It's not a laser. It shoots bullets. Yeah. I'm not I don't sure know ever. wrong with his Wrangler. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like wildly or, or some, something like that. Maybe it's a laser gun. Maybe he's still got the laser pointer in it. I don't know. <laughs> mine's, mine's not really a laser. No. Oh. Wranglers um, seem to do well or not. There's no in between. How do your guys are you guys as accurate? Mine's okay. Mine's okay. How many rounds do you have through it? I have like probably two or three thousand through mine. Yeah, no. Oh gosh, no. Which is a no. lot for a Wrangler. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't, don't even have a hundred through mine. Yeah, I'm gonna say fifty. <laughs> like I didn't have the patience for more than that. I have a couple hundred. That's it. Just because I bring oh. them to lady shoots and mine goes out. That's where yeah. all my rounds are from, is from family days and ladies' days yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, and then it gets shot. And uh, I, I take it out a fair bit when I take out other people as well. When I take out guests to the range, because yeah, me it's too. A cool revolver. They shoot it a couple times. They're like, "Wow, that's terrible. I hate that." Yeah, let's shoot something better. And then that's what I say. <laughs> I say, "Here, let's shoot this." And they're going, "Oh, so this is like tedious and laborious." And I said, "Yeah, let's go and actually shoot a real gun." Okay, so here shoot you go. with a magazine, right? Uh -huh. Something that's like those empties. I don't want to deal with those empties. Push, put them on the floor. Get him out of my way. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that's that's where my that's that's where I've got all those rounds for for my Wrangler through. Uh, yeah, so I've got both my kids registered for a three gun match. I don't know if you guys know a lot about three gun, but the amount of equipment and ammo <laughs> to pack for three people is insane. Oh like, wow, yeah. My yeah. bin, which is normally like. Lots of space. See that gray bin there? That's just got our gun belts in it. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. full to the top. Gun belts and like eye and ear pro. And uh, and she's chock full. So I'm going to have to come up with some interesting ways of pulling all the stuff out there. Uh, I got 
uh, I, I saw these come up. I'm like, oh, I want one of those. So I emailed uh, Olight and I'm like, yo, send me one of these AFG light things. And they're like, okay. And they put one in the mail and sent it over to me. So uh, I just thought it was neat because it's like, uh, I was looking at like, um, there's that night shoot coming up uh, yeah. at the PG thing. And I was like, oh, well, I got lots of flashlights and tape, tape switches and all that kind of stuff. But what if you could just put one of these things on there and you got your light right, right there, right? So review coming soonish for that. Hello, uh, my name is Adriel. I'm the hunting gear guy. Do you know me? Send me free Please stuff. Please send me flashlight. <laughs> I want I want it. And they're like, okay. Right. Sounds good. <laughs> Richard. You'd be surprised with, like just with asking what what can, what they what can happen for you. Adriel, uh Richard thinks that you need an APC for all your three gun gear. Uh armored personnel carrier. Oh, yes. It's, it's like a tank <laughs> or, with a big gun. Okay. Or, or a battle van that's rusting mm-hmm. out. And every time you hit a bump, the, <laughs> I was I was driving back from Peace River. I'm like, this old girl, she doesn't owe me anything. And like instantly, <laughs> the uh, ABS light comes on. <laughs> okay, you were thinking it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's an ABS light. Who cares? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, and then this weekend coming up, I, I'm going through my PAL instructor course. So, awesome, so, nice. Coming up, coming up. I have no idea how fast that happens. If like, okay, I go through the thing, and then when can I start like, you know, twirling revolvers and showing people like how to do the revolver <laughs> ocelot thing, where you're like shaping flip. young minds. That or that, yeah, or that. Are you going to oh, work with Colin? Uh, should be Dave able to tell you that. Yeah, Colin should be able to tell me that. What's that, Kelly? You're going to work with Dave at all? Who's Dave? Dave. Down in Calgary. Dave in Calgary? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I can ask him. Yes. All right. Or, or oh, I, I guess I know oh, a couple of people who do this. Or, by um, the way, <laughs> we had him on a show, right? About yes. how long you could go back and talking listen. Talking about this. Yeah. Talking about how to become a pal instructor. Yeah. I think we did a show. Of, we yeah, did we a did. show on everything, though, Kelly. <laughs> 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 Got 500 episodes in. At We've least, done a show least on everything. one of everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, we recently had a great idea. We go, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we did that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're starting to repeat. Yeah. That's okay. Fresh it's takes. Okay to... Fresh, Fresh takes. Take. Well, by now it's like you know we do a take, but it's like it's five years newer than our old episode. Things have changed, so you know we can yeah. we can deal with including do the hosts. The hosts have changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got some fresh oh. young people. There you go. There's Colin. There's Colin. Yeah. It took a month to get my certificate. Then you have to get your vulnerable sector check and ATT. I got one of those, but I'll probably yeah. have to get a new one. No, they do. They're doing one right now. They already did. They just did one as part of the process. So that's done. Uh, and ATT. Much well, be easy. Yeah. A month. Yeah. A month. Okay. Probably about a month. Okay. Christmas then. See, he was reading your mind. Courses. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I um, think, I think you need more things to do, by the way. Adrian. Yeah. More things to do. Yeah. There's a couple more. weekends that didn't have anything good related on them. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You know, between the 15 maple seeds and the, uh, I don't know, maybe three gun matches that I do this year. I don't know, like seven, something, something you like that. You had an easier year with maple seeds because you had a little few more people helping you rip it on matches this year. Or, uh, courses this year, right? Yeah. But I shoot boss a lot of them. Yeah. Like yeah. all of them except for, well, I guess I had some other shoot bosses with me too, though. So that made it easier. But I shoot bossed at 15 maple seeds this year. 
Hmm. Yeah. Which I think wow. is more than last year. <coughs> and definitely more than the year before that because of COVID. Yeah. COVID. COVID got in the way of everything. Yeah. But uh I still think you owe me a sandwich. You owe me from one from last year. I no I checked the numbers. Way. I I beat you fair and square last <laughs> year by like 0.02 of a percent. <laughs> I was probably I was probably the reason for that too. So are we doing like the just the one or the cumulative? Uh no, it's cumulative. I have a, a pivot table that Cause, like does yeah. the because I beat you this year as well. This year, period. I, I last your year, ass. I beat you. No, I but we still don't have those in, so we're going the final your lack so of Ross, putting hey, 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 the system hey. is not my I'm problem down i still so wait a minute. You, you still don't have stuff in from last year no. that's her excuse and she's sticking to it oh uh, time's expired i think well, so if we're talking about <laughs> specific events i beat him last year i did however specific that being said that being said there's one shoot boss that still doesn't have his info in and he's asked me to help him with that so we're going to do that we're going to finish it up yeah listen doesn't count. Statue limited limitations is is statue past. limitations. <laughs> Subway sandwich coming my way. I'll send one to you. Okay, we'll figure it out for both, and other. then we'll look at it for individual as well. Because I had a huge one this year, bigger than last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, you won't be this year. Yeah. No. No. No way about that. Definitely. Anywho, that's uh, that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we will get into upcoming events. And uh, we got ORA Sporting Rifle matches on October 21st and 28th. You can check them out on practice score. ORA Sporting Rifle. Uh, as Adriel already mentioned, Chaz 3-gun match November 4th. And it is live on practice score. Uh, October 15th, this coming weekend, Sherwood Park will be hosting a Steel Challenge match from 9 to 5. You can all register on practice score free for all members. At Sherwood Park Fishing Game Association. And then BTS. Right. Hmm? I said the price is right. Yeah. Free. If you're a member. Yeah. What's the price for non members? I don't know. $500. <laughs> That's not. Uh, no, it's probably cheap. It's probably like, I don't know. It's on practice score. For anyone yeah. who's, who's wondering, just go on practice score. No. Uh, BTSA, <laughs> two matches next weekend. USPSA on Saturday with PCC allowed. An Ipsic-style rifle PCC match on Sunday. No black badge required for the rifle match. Nice. So I would imagine that is on practice score as well. Mm. And the news. We already talked about in the main topic, but the uh, came out today. The amnesty got extended till October 2025. Surprise, surprise. I feel so good. I'm not going to be your criminal. Yeah, me too. No. Keeping, really keeping the public safe with were. letting you hold on to safe queens. <laughs> Wonder how that's working because that'll be five years and we've had no incidences with the air. Five and a half years, yeah. By yeah. time. How many years before that was there no incidences with any legally well, owned ARs? That that is, them. Yeah. All of yeah. them. Yeah. All. Yeah, but them. they're so dangerous you can't take them to the range. But you can oh. possess them until we can figure our stuff out on how to collect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on because it's also 9 and 10. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yep. Drill Sergeant Kelly. We, uh, we go over this more in the main topic. So, uh, new gun stuff. New gun stuff is brought to you by Bullseye North. The new boomstick. Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore and a proud supporter of the CCFR. With a wide, sele- wide selection of guns and top training gear for any shooter. Free shipping over $250. Some exclusions apply, like ammo, and you can subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get first access to the hottest deals. They also have a wild selection. Uh, they got some M Carbo's uh, stuff for sale right now. So, if you don't know M Carbo, they've got like a bunch of trigger springs and that kind of uh, that kind of thing that they kind of specialize on. So, if you want to tune up like a, a pistol uh, or some of the 22s and that kind of thing, or they have a bunch of stuff for the sub 2000 and the Ruger PC carbine. They got it all there. I was kind of looking at the Mosin Nagant trigger spring kit. I can't remember if I put one in mine or not, though. I might have. And I just forgot. I have to look through my videos to see if I've done this already. <laughs> You've done somebody that, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyways, Bullseye North's got that. They also have some 410 coming in. Woo. So it's coming in. ETA is six to 10 weeks. Uh, That's exciting stuff. Oh, okay. Never mind. $33 Sterling. for a box of 25. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it's in stock. Yeah. Yeah. This is Adriel good. sent me some really good deals on shotgun shells but it was the wrong gauge it was the wrong gauge (laughs) but it was still 40 bucks a box i'm going oh this kills 40 bucks a box yeah ouch those were these guys here 24 gauge i thought 24 was what you had but you have 28 28. so i don't think i've ever actually seen someone with a 24 gauge then i've seen 24 i can't say i've even heard Heard of it yeah yeah 16 yeah, yep. 16, 12, 12, 10, 20, 28, uh, 10, 28, 10, 20, 24, yeah, 20. Yeah. 24. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I, I can't say No wonder it's $40 a box. <laughs> well, you don't make it, right? They don't make yeah. a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Calgary Shooting Center is going to have some. Uh, they also have the Remington 700 Magpul rifle. Which is a Ram 700 day, like, you know, yeah. Magpul stock. Yeah. 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 It's a nice stock. Okay. Here's their sale is still on. Look at this. 162 bucks for a pump action with the extension. I'm taking that extension. Ooh. That's why I'm buying this thing. And then I'm going to resell the shotgun, uh, capitalism, uh, for 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go, Adriel. With no extension tube on it. Sorry, it didn't come with that. It just comes with the cap. Well, at least take a Dremel to that uh, foregrip on, on your pump so that it doesn't cover <laughs> the port, so it can say it's been customized. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put a sticker on there. Yeah. Right on the stock there, HGG. Yeah. 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 Been kissed by my Dremel. <laughs> I, think, I think it'll be worth less yes. after that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got one of those and I got one of their, oh, what is it? One of those? No, that's that card. This this guy right here, two eighty seven for a, an inertial fire semi auto. Mm. I don't know how many inertia actions they have in Turkey either. I would like to believe that this is the same damn thing as the three twelve. I would like to believe that. Whether it is or not, well, we'll find out. But uh, for two hundred eighty seven bucks, I'll wow. roll the dice. Anyways, Wolverine's got a bunch of sales like that. They got those Hulu shotguns. They've got the TM22s. Check out what the <coughs> price of the, team. the TM22s are usually 500 bucks, right? Okay. Uh, 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 431, 
Hmm. So I asked them to I asked them to put one of these in the order for me, but they haven't responded to my email yet. Hopefully they they do that because for four thirty one, yeah, why not? Yeah, I will buy it well, and review it and cheap. sell it for more. <laughs> more capitalism. <laughs> more capitalism. Uh, I could also have some stuff for sale as well. Um, I'm just going to rip through. They they have the stuff that they usually put for sale. The the Walker razors, uh, like I just showed there, they're for forty nine bucks, fifty bucks. Ruger 1022 mags for 25 bucks. Cross mags for 55. That's two mags. Uh, Sig Romeo 5 red dots for 179. And the Spitfire 3X Prism for uh, 350. So hmm. pretty commonly they put these on, on sale. Oh, yeah, they get the BX triggers for $99, though. But now Wolverines has them even better than that. Hmm. And this is a good price. So you, typically these things are like 125 like with nary a sale to find. So. I don't know what these guys are up to. Uh, 762 by 39, non-corrosive for 12 bucks a box. Pretty good. This is good, but it only comes with a high mount. And you, unless you put this on like an AR, you need like a low mount. So uh, cool dot, but needs uh, needs a low mount. I don't know where you get the low mount or what it costs or anything like that. They do have some primers for 11 bucks a box. Uh, that's enough stuff about Camellas. And I think that's all the ones I wanted to bring up. Good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. We'll get on to the main topic. Oh, yeah, you I did. did. Look at that. I did. We're live. Yeah. It's, it is live. Happening now. Okay. Is this being shared on social media right now? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. So okay. I'm going to let the other guys do I'm, I'm going to go and share it so people okay. tune in. Hi, everybody. We're just sharing right now so that people can. Yeah, just bear with us just a moment. Just bear with us. <laughs> Stand by. Is um, there a bear with us? Is this a cry for help? No? I'm going to no share bear. it to the group. If anybody well. shoots it, just let me know because I need the bear fat. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay so, so it's good because I want bear sausage. All right. Bear fat. Or sausage check. Okay, so why don't we welcome our guest tonight? And it's uh, some breaking news from the CCFR. Tracy Wilson, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Okay, so if uh, for those of you who don't know Tracy Wilson, Tracy Wilson is the our registered lobbyist for the CCFR, the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights. She's a friend of the CCFR, and uh, she's one of our guests that we've had on most because she's our expert on what's happening in the gun community. So there was some breaking news today. Uh, Tracy, do you want to let everybody know about it? Yeah, well, interestingly enough, just about a week after we filed in the federal court an injunction application to force the Liberal government to extend the amnesty that protects gun owners whose property was banned in May of 2020, that's about to expire. So we filed an injunction just last week. Um, and wouldn't you know it, here the government announced today, not only are they going to extend that amnesty, to continue that protection from gun owners and avoid criminality, um, they're going to extend it past the next election. So until October 30th of 2025, so another two years. So just to recap, these are the guns that were banned back in May of 2020, the AR-15, along with, you know, 1,500, actually, I think we're up to about 2,000 other models and variants that have been banned by this government Guns that are too dangerous for civilians to own, you know, weapons of war, all the things they said about it. Guns too dangerous for you to continue owning, so dangerous that you're being forced to continue owning them for a minimum of five and a half years. Mm 
Mm-hmm. That's what that's what they announced today. So much to the chagrin of the anti-gun lobbies, we uh, yeah we've got a little more time. Of course, we are still waiting for our decision out of the federal court. Justice Kane has told us that she will announce her ruling in the main court challenge um, against that OIC gun ban by the end of the month. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see what that all means. But for now, you're not going to prison for owning the property you've owned safely and without issue for decades. Okay. Do, do so, these influence each other? Does the amnesty have any effect on the Kane decision? Um, no. I mean, the amnesty basically the only purpose it served was it sort of protected gun owners from being exposed to criminality. In other words, you would have been in illegal possession of a prohibited device, which carries a mandatory um jail sentence. So yeah, you could go to prison for owning this stuff, even though you've owned it. Uh, legally, safely, and without issue for decades. So um, it's already been extended once. Of course, the government has no idea how to put together a confiscation program of this magnitude. And that's because it's logistically impossible. I've said that from the very beginning. They have no idea how to do it. um, And that's because it simply can't be done. So they've extended it once before. And this time they extended it for a full two years, which takes us to the week after the next scheduled federal election, which is interesting timing. Mm-hmm. Kicking that can far enough down the road um, that they'll be able to use it for uh, political reasons in the next election, reelect us, and we'll really promise oh, really? to get it done this time. And um, no doubt the anti-gun lobby groups will fall for that. Hook, line, yeah. and sinker again. It's one of the things I think that... It- as weird as it sounds, I think that the liberal government is not unhappy about the extension that it was granted because again, they'll run on, they ran the past two elections on this specifically. That's one of the reasons that they won. Yeah. I, I gotta tell you though, they've made a fatal mistake here though, because at that point, by the time, you know, just saying with a minority government, you can be in an election situation at any time, right? Correct. All we need is Jagmeet to stop his support or something major to happen, we could be in an election anytime. But the latest we can be in an election is October of 2025, that we will legally be required to have one by then. Mm-hmm. And the problem here is, at that point, we will have continued to own and possess all of these firearms for five and a half years. Yep. Blood will not run through the streets. You know, the... You know, the imminent danger that they apparently um, told Canadians that these firearms um, um, posed, at, you know, putting Canadians at risk in communities all across the country. None of that will have come to fruition. So to keep pounding that gun ban um, javel, I don't think it's going to really work because they've used it and reused it and recycled it so many times that nobody's going to buy it this time. And meanwhile... We see actual crime, violence, and gun smuggling continuing to increase um, in our major cities, at our borders. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a pretty worn-out election promise uh, by that time. Um, and their public safety record speaks for itself. It's been a complete failure. And the bail system became a huge story the last mm-hmm. little while, too. So, yeah. Yeah, well, with Bill C-75, another liberal bill, as well as Bill C-5, they've, of course, decreased the penalties for some very serious gun crimes, you know. 
And eh, it's just such me a weird the- paradigm that we're in when they're, you know, lessening sentencing and, you know, being soft on crime, but being really yeah. hard on gun owners um, that now they've had to introduce bail reform legislation to sort of counteract their own legislation. Mm-hmm. It's such a mess at this point. Law enforcement has had it with them. You know, you yeah. hear from police yep. chiefs across the country. Yeah, you know they are putting their police officers at grave risk, and we are seeing the results of that play out, and it's devastating. So, yeah, yeah this is a file that, amongst all the other files they've bungled, it's been it's been absolutely disastrous for them. I think that it's one of the reasons why there was a recent change in the cabinet as well. And mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts on the new uh, public safety minister? Well, Dominic LeBlanc, it's interesting because public safety is a pretty big file, right? There's a lot that falls under that purview, aside from just firearm regulation. And before, it was always the role was public safety and emergency preparedness. They sort Mm. of go hand in hand. Uh, The Liberal government separated that um, with Bill Blair's departure from the file. They left him at that time with emergency preparedness. And then separated off public safety on its own. It was so important. It needed its own minister, Marco Mendicino, to study it and take care of it. And here, with the last cabinet shuffle, they took Dominic LeBlanc, who already was a minister, and just dumped it on top of his already existing portfolio. So it sort of kind of speaks to the fact that public safety is an actual afterthought for this government. However, LeBlanc himself is looked at as more of a serious uh, person, like a a more serious uh, parliamentarian, um, as opposed to Marco Mendicino, who devolved into basically a Twitter troll uh, during his time. Bill Blair, who just kind of stumbled and bumbled through everything, um, you know, and now he's got a really nice, uh, nice appointment um, in national defense, one of the highest positions. So, yeah, he's failed upward. Um, but uh, Dominic LeBlanc was looked at as a far more serious player. Now, just last week, we found out the parliamentary secretary, which is basically the assistant to that minister, is Jennifer O'Connell. And, you know, I I, I look at her and she's not a very serious parliamentarian. They no. sort of throw her on as a token on almost every committee, you know, so she's making upwards of a quarter of a million dollars just by the, by virtue of being on basically every committee. Uh, you know, a female millennial talking head for the liberals. Um, but her, her, we we put a couple of cool clips about her in our last uh, CCFR podcast. You know, just her antics in the House of Commons, and you know, I I I hate to use such a rhetorical thing like saying a pearl clutcher, but that's exactly what she is. You know, I'm I I wouldn't be surprised at all if she pulled up a fainting couch right into committee. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. So some of the players they're putting in are very unserious players. Yeah. Um, you know, C21's already made its way through the house process and currently sits with the Senate. So I don't know that they've got a lot on their table as far as gun control goes. I don't like, they haven't been able to get any of this stuff off the ground. So I don't see them trying anything new right now. But I never, ever, for one minute, assume that the liberals won't completely, um, you know, make a liar out of me and just do something ridiculous. You never know what they're going to do to gun owners. There's always something new. Oh, yeah. Every time that we think, you know what, 
it couldn't get any worse. Here, hold my beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they continually to they continue to surprise us. Yes, yeah, yes. they really do. Uh, yeah. So, um, any other thoughts and um, just overall impressions of today's announcement? What's going to be happening um, with the the rendering of the decision? Um, well, I did. I did read some emails between our legal team and Crown Counsel uh, for the government because, uh, you know, that we filed an injunction application to force the government to extend the amnesty. I personally, speaking to members, you know, I I speak to a lot of members every week, and this was really weighing heavy on the minds of a lot of people. People are starting to get worried and actually panic about the amnesty running out. So, um, you know... I know some other uh, smaller organizations have said, you know, it would be a lot of work and money to file it, but we've never been scared of, of, of hard work or spending money. And it wasn't all in all very expensive to do. And to me, there's no price tag that we could put on the, you know, freedom and future of, of gun owners. So anyways, we filed the injunction application. There were some communications today. Um, uh, McKinnon, who's counsel for the government, uh, sent an email with the announcement and our council looked at it and said, well, that's, that's great. It was kind of quietly tucked into a website, but the proper avenue for these types of things, of course, is to publish it in the Canada Gazette. That's when it becomes official. So an announcement's great, but an announcement doesn't, isn't, isn't the actual thing. So um, th- we will withdraw our, um, application once it appears in the Canada Gazette and becomes official. Mm -hmm. Uh, So far, it's just an announcement on a website. So although I assume it's genuine, um, you know, again, we never, we never put anything uh, past these guys. So yeah, so we would have had a hearing for that on October 25th. Obviously, we don't need to do that now. No. <clears throat> which is great. I mean, you know, the mm-hmm. less least amount of time we can spend in court on frivolous things, uh, the better. Um, More money to put towards other things as well. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. like I said, we should have that ruling from Justice Kane on the main actual court challenge uh, by the end of the month. So lots of moving parts, lots of things happening and uh, a lot hinges on it. I know a lot of people have asked me, what do we do if we lose? Well, and if we lose, we just keep doing what the CCFR does, and that's fight. So right. we'll appeal it. And I assume mm-hmm. if we win, the government will do the same, I'll right? So currently right now, a lot of people are getting uh, these letters again. There are letters about surrendering your firearms in preparation of any decisions, or they were, or they're saying. No, the letters that were going out just recently were mm-hmm. about a model of Tavor. Oh, okay. um, I've got a Tavor X95. It's not that one. It was a very specific model that was misclassified. Yep. It was the shorter barreled, even though they're all shorter barreled. Yeah, it had something to do with the fact that these um, were, you know, when when a firearm is going to be classified, a new firearm comes in, yep. um, the, the uh, distributor has a verifier that sends, you know, the information to the RCMP lab. And I've been through this whole process or at least talked through it. Yeah, with well, cool. well senior he's he's done this many times and actually f- fought many classifications in one so what they do is they say okay here's the new gun here's all the specs here's all the stuff that's happening with it um you know according yeah. to the classification system this is uh, a restricted firearm and the lab says yeah okay cool that's great they classify it it's brought in sent to retailers and 
you know, gun owners like you and I would go and buy it. The problem is, is once the RCMP lab got an actual physical, the physical rifle in their lab, they realized, uh oh, the information from the verifier does not match the actual firearm. And this is a converted full auto. I don't agree that those, you know, if it's converted and is no longer able to be full auto, then it, it's not full auto. Like, I don't agree with that classification, but according to the law and the way it is, um, the RCMP lab is correct, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So right. that's my understanding of it. But those letters that went out were specifically to those owners because those specific divorce would have been restricted if the verifier information was correct. So okay. thanks for clarifying that because yeah, some people so, were asking about it. And yeah, was, I've had there a was lot a, of emails asking if we're going to launch a, a court challenge against it. And it's like, it's not, not an RCMP screw up. No, it's actually, um, you know, from my understanding, it's a screw up from the verifiers. So I would right. be looking to the distributor to make good on that because yeah, I think there's about 200 of them sold. And it really sucks for those gun owners because, yeah, they can't have them. So Mm -hmm. Um, somebody's got to make it right. 41 Alpha says it's a bullpup, not a short barrel. You are correct. It actually, but it is a little bit of a short bullpup. I was looking at it. Yeah. Barrel. Barrel. They're 13. I think they were 13. Yeah. Um, Runkle's got a video on this. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, Tracy, we got a couple of questions on Discord and maybe a couple coming up here. Um, in your assessment, what's the likelihood of the conservative government kind of rolling things back? And uh, and what do you think they're going to like roll things back to? 2020 OIC, handgun freeze, like what, what's what's likely yeah, here? all of that. So, uh, yeah, there's been a commitment from the conservative party that, you know, th- all the these years and resources and efforts focused on deciding, you know, ban this, freeze that, maybe we should ban that, maybe we should freeze that up. Like, it's ridiculous. It's done nothing for public safety. In fact, all it's done is divide Canadians. Um, So their approach is uh, quite different from the Liberals, where they would like to focus on, you know, experts and look at credible public safety measures to reduce, you know, gun smuggling, actual crime, violence, so, yeah, even today out of uh, Raquel Doncho's office, she reiterated that, yes, they would absolutely repeal the May 2020 OIC. Of course, I would love to save them the political risk in doing that and winning court. And I think that would probably be the best thing for both the liberals and the conservatives. Liberals mm-hmm. could throw their hands up and say we tried mm-hmm. and the conservatives wouldn't have to, uh, you know, uh, deal with the assault that they will from the liberals yeah. saying that they're going to put AR-15s in the, in the streets or whatever yeah. ridiculous thing that they'll try and do. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, their, their focus isn't going to be so much on gun owners. And in fact, you know, I think looking at the firearms act, it's been amended and parts of it repealed and parts of it put back so many times. I think it is time to sort of modernize it um, and make it that, you know, if the average Canadian needs a legal team to sit down and figure out if something is, is legal or not. It's, it's not okay. You know, our, our freedom and our lives are kind of at risk here, right? I'm not prepared to go to prison for 10 years. So I need to know and understand the law, but it's such a mess. And when you read it, you know, section 118.6 is crossed out and this instead, and it's just, it's all over the place. So, you know, I, I hate to use the word rewrite, but I think that's kind of where we're at. 
Um, and yeah, at bare minimum, they will return us to where we were uh, before all these shenanigans. And then I think there's probably some things that can be done, um, you know, that would increase public safety that are super, super easy. Like you think about C-71 and all these uh, burdensome bills with all their measures that have been placing more and more burden on the provincial CFOs, you know, dating all the way back to C-71. All this stuff's been dumped on them. You know, you've got to verify people's pals and you got to do this and you got to get reference numbers. And But meanwhile, there's been no more funding allocated to the provinces to do that stuff. So they were already working at, you know, stretch thin, thin as you can imagine. And then all of this. So that's why you're seeing license renewals or license applications taking six months to a year or even longer. Like it's ridiculous. There are no service standards because they're, they're just overwhelmed. So what I would like to see is some of that funding rerouted back into properly funding the CFOs. We've got tools in the toolbox already um, public safety tools that aren't being implemented. I did an ATIP on, on a, a very simple question I had. And, you know, we all know that when you fill out your firearms application or your renewal application, it asks you to provide two references. Mm -hmm. And then you're, Moose, sorry, the dog's having a nightmare. Um, your two references and the information from your spouse. Now, I know I personally have been a reference for probably about 200 gun owners. And guess how many times I've ever been contacted to provide that reference? Zero. Never. Um, even my oh. references, they've never contacted my references. Really? I indicated on one of my renewals back when that I had the breakdown of a significant relationship after 17 years, a relationship breakup. That's a major trigger that should have provoked a phone call to my ex or a phone call to me as his ex, right? These are tools that already exist. This isn't more regulation or more burdens put on gun owners. These are the tools that already exist that are at their disposal that they're not using. My ATIP showed less than 10% of references are even checked. And to me, I think about it, you know, and if I, you, when you're doing your application and you do the test and you do, you know, do the course and you do all the stuff and then they do the criminal record background check, that's great. That's all good stuff. But who to know better than the very people who are closest to you? So if I put down Kelly as my reference, you know, and they say, they call her up and say, hey, Kelly, we're just uh, checking out this application for Tracy Wilson. Do you have any concerns about her being a firearms owner? You know, there's been cases in our history where people have gotten licenses and then done terrible things. Yeah. And those references were never called. I just mm -hmm. wonder why we can't do something as simple as that, right? Yeah. It already exists. We're already exposed to it. I'm not advocating for more regulation. I'm advocating for just use the stuff you've already got before you start talking about doing more to us, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So that all roots back to a failure to properly fund the program. They don't have time to check references. They're so bogged down with everything else. Yeah, it's something so simple. No, but and you're absolutely um, right. There, there are people out there who can't find two people to say good things about them. <laughs> yeah, and those are the people <laughs> that you need to call a reference for. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at least do better than less than ten percent. Like it's not yeah. even percent. And I mean, you know, for the most part, our our system, you know, works fairly well and does what it's supposed to do. But 
you know, there have been a small number of of times that I think um, a phone call to that person's references may have made a big difference, right? Mm-hmm. I'm also going to point out that there's some been a lot of discussion recently with the new budgets that are going to be coming out that our governmental departments are going to be asked to slash slash um basically we're going to be cutting we're our budgets are being cut we know that but mm-hmm. also we are being asked to save money too so i'm talking about cbsa i'm talking about the rcmp i'm talking about all the other departments and yep. what does that mean what does it mean for public safety what does it mean for for catching people coming across the border with um you know 30 fire 30 glocks in their back seat uh what does it mean for um keeping people um keeping people behind bars and what does it mean for, uh, you know, getting your registrations to you in a timely and quickly manner manner or doing those are doing, let's not even talk about getting your registrations to you, but let's talk about getting, um, uh, doing those checks because if it's only 10% now, I yeah. tell you what it's going to be like in about a year. Well, and this is a problem when you've spent yourself into such enormous debt that, you know, we may never see the end of it. This is what happens eventually that, you know, spending spree um, blows up in their face and and has to be cut. And it's, you know, unfortunately, you've already seen uh, National Defense uh, uh, Minister Billionaire talk about um, slashing the military budget by a billion dollars. Uh, I know that's the, kind of off topic, but I'm thinking the military is <laughs> gutted so badly. We're the Canadian military. We have nothing. Yeah. We have, we have nothing, nothing. Literally nothing. We can't. I, I can't tell you what I sp- spend personally as an army mom on kit because the stuff she brings home is broken, used junk, right? So... Yeah. I don't know, man. And and that doesn't help with morale. I was reading a story out of the National Post today that you've got um, Canadian soldiers, you know, literally begging for donations for food. That's sad. Yeah. Well, yeah, the wages are low in the military for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not talk about the military because we're all (laughs) going to get angry about that. Let's talk about guns, which we're also going to get angry about. (laughs) We'd get angry about anything. (laughs) Well, with the references, we had a comment here mm-hmm. said that uh, new people who apply for PAL applications, their references now get an email and they have to verify it by following a link. So, wow, that's know. new. Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear that. Well, I don't know. I know I got a, a an email, well, I, I guess a message from the CFP because my license is up for renewal in less than a year, so I got to get on it because Lord knows how long it'll take. My last one took 16 days, but I don't anticipate that happening this time. But, Tracy, um, yeah, the lobbyists, we're going to hold this one up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I have to say, like the CFO no. here in Ontario, and I, I deal with CFOs all across the country yeah. for a variety of reasons for our members. I got to say, like I've, other than Quebec, I've had a very good experience with the CFOs. Like, for the most part, they've been really helpful and just trying to keep people in or get people in compliance. You know, I, I, I don't quite look at the people on the end of the phone the same way I look at the government. So correct. Yeah. There's a different level with different CFOs, though. We have mm-hmm. to admit when we're yeah. talking about Alberta. Eh, Terry, Terry's pretty oh, great. Awesome. Can you yeah. imagine if we all <laughs> were so lucky? 
to have a CFO like Gary Bryant. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else? Any other comments that you actually think that we need to chit chat about? to start here, uh, question, if OIC is overturned and C-21 is not passed, does the RCMP have to immediately issue our certificates? Yeah, that's interesting, actually. I was talking to Loberg. Michael Loberg is the general counsel for the CCFR, and we were having a conversation about that because people are asking, well, if we win, what happens? Like, if it's overturned, it's overturned at the moment of the decision, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh. Like, I don't know. I Do our old... Red certs just automatically become good again? Do we even have them? Like I, those things I I don't know. So there's some technical stuff there that we've got to work out. Um, assuming we win, but yeah, they would they would have to reissue those. I I assume. Yeah, yeah, they would. Imagine the job that would be. Just stupid silly. Imagine it was something like, hey, okay, so we nullified, so these were actually wiped from the database, so now we want you to do the honest thing and send us your information for what you have. I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now. They didn't wipe them from the database. No, I know. <laughs> it's a lovely thought, but... <laughs> uh, oh, I have so many memes popping in my head, like, it's a drop. You know? <laughs> they are uh, not nullified. No, they didn't wipe anything from no. the database. No. They know exactly no. what you've got yeah. as far as the stuff that's registered. They still have that's- the long gun registry sitting there, so... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, honestly, I look back to the days of the long gun registry... You know, I'm I'm showing my age here, but I'm definitely old enough to remember that fiasco that it was. And even at the time that, you know, people were registering, everyone I know did the same thing. It's like, okay, let's open the gun cabinet. We're just going to register the bare minimum. You know, here's my deer rifle. Here's my shotgun. Like you registered the stuff you use most. And that was it. So it was never actually accurate back then, no. let alone now. I don't, I don't know that I... Well, I probably have all that stuff that I had then because I've never actually sold a firearm in my entire life. I'm an acquire only type of girl. That's me too. Yeah. I've never totally. actually gotten rid of anything. So I I'm a bit of a hoarder shit. that me way. Um, but I mean, regardless, the records would be completely useless at this oh, point yeah. anyways. But yeah, it just shows that yeah. at one point you own this. Yeah, at one point you own them. And yeah, that's the other difficulty with carrying out this confiscation program. I'm not going to call it a buyback for obvious reasons. But that's another reason why it's literally impossible is because they're relying on you to willingly comply. As far as everything besides the ARs or anything restricted, the majority of the guns they banned were uh, Mm non-restricted. They have no idea who's got what or where. Yeah. So they would be completely reliant on you being, okay, here's my 50, here's my stag 10, here's all the stuff that was previously non-restricted. Yeah. Yeah, like, who would do? I don't I know. Have, who is ever I, listening? I have nothing left. Just I saying. can't say I know anybody that was like, hey, yeah, okay, I'm that little peon. Okay, here you go. Yeah. I sold all my guns. What guns? <laughs> <laughs> I moved. No guys. I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, that's that's the other problem. And I think um I think they know that. So aside from the 90 some thousand AR 15s, um, you know, it's it's an impossible task. And even those, 
to round up 90,000 guns from across the country would be a massive undertaking, mm-hmm. a huge security risk, and just a total nightmare because nobody wants to do it either, yeah. which is a big problem for the liberals. But to include everything that was included in that ban, all the previously non-restricted, it's, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, the good news is, you know, unfortunately, it's kind of, you know, sucks for people who maybe wanted to participate, although I have no idea why anybody would. Um, I'm perfectly happy to leave my safe queen sitting there looking beautiful while we wait for a sunnier day. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a big mess, but perfectly typically liberal. Yeah, <laughs> buffoonery. Uh, we have another comment here from uh, Richard saying, "Tracy, any news slash leaks from the yet from the recent meeting between public safety and the provinces?" Well, that's interesting. Yeah, because I do do normally get a lot of leaks. I know Alberta, the last time they had this meeting, um, the former public safety minister from Alberta, uh, Tyler Shandro, leaked me a bunch of stuff that I got out there. And that's actually when we knew they were going to extend the amnesty last time. So, no, I have not spoken to the provincial counterparts yet. Of course, today was just a... You know, I had a bunch of stuff on my agenda to get done today and it got completely wiped out because I was busy doing media all day long and, you know, um, conservative MPs and all kinds of people reaching out, um, wanting to know what's true and what's not true because there was also some some false information floating around um, or just not accurate information, I should say. Um, but no, I haven't had a chance to uh, to speak to the provincial counterparts, but I totally intend to. We've got a couple of friendly provinces that usually, uh, you know, send me some good information. But yeah, you'll notice the new Alberta uh, Minister of Justice has been uh, uh, tweeting out a few things. So I follow him uh, quite closely, Mickey. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have more on that shortly. But yeah, I'll have some leaks on it for sure. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it was an exciting day in Tracy Wilson's world, the CCFR, as well as Slamfire Radios and everybody else, gun owners here in Canada. As much as, you know, we don't want to be going through this, we thank you and the CCFR every day for fighting for us and fighting for our rights. Um, Well, we'll keep at it and make sure to reach out to me once we get that decision. Either way. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that court decision should be here by the end of the month. That's going to be massive news. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always hope for the best and prepare for the worst. But mm-hmm. either way, even if it's not good news, it just means we we move on to the next battle and mm-hmm. we appeal it. So, so yeah, I am I am going to ask. So um, you keep talking about moving on, keeping fighting, and these battles take money and take yeah. support. So how can people support the CCFR and support themselves? Well, you can head over to ccfr.ca and support us there. Of course, being a member is actually really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, Rod will be testifying um, at the upcoming Senate committee meeting for C21. And when we speak at these things, or even when we speak to media, it's really important to be able to say we speak for X amount of people, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's pretty meaningful. So being a member is super important. Um, there's a link on the website, too, to donate to the legal fund. Um, every penny of that goes directly into the legal fund. We, you know, we've paid the court bills. We are up to date. Everything's paid. We did not raise quite what we spent. Of course, being the lead case, 
doing the majority of the work and paying for the majority of the expenses along the way. It was pretty costly, but yeah. you know, when we when we do something, we don't do it halfway. We don't cut corners or or scale back. Um, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it right and we're going to do it full full bore. So, yeah. So we've spent a bit of money, like two point three million dollars in court, which is an insane amount of money that I feel could have you know could have done some good other ways, but not fighting them isn't an option for us. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can support us. And then, of course, follow us on our socials and share our stuff. It's a tough economy out there. And Rod and I always say, um, you know, I hate to always be walking around with my hand out asking for help. So if you're not in a position to help, don't. Like financially, don't. What really helps as well, sharing our content on the social media platforms. We're on Discord now. we got a whole bunch of stuff going on. You can sign up for... Um, e-blasts on our website every friday we send out a newsletter we don't harass you with a whole bunch of repetitive stories you've all already heard it's all original content and of course check out the ccfr radio podcast and ccfr radio on the air um airing nationally on wild tv so, oh there's a ccfr discord is there a yeah. ccfr discord yeah, there's a new. I uh, yeah, I don't know how to work it. Our social media guy, our social media guy got it, so he was telling me about it this morning and showing me screenshots of what it looks like, and I'm like, oh, I guess I gotta download the app. So I'm on there. I just have no idea what I'm doing. So Tracy, I'm you and I can when we're hanging out in the next little while. I'll I'll help you out. But yeah, you are I'm in the have same to learn boat. stuff. Yeah, um, it keeps going off, so something's happening, but I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. I, as you know, I'm the Twitter queen. Yeah. Now you yes, can't you even are. share links on Facebook anymore, which right. Um, yeah. That's that's the whole reason why I suck on Instagram too, is because it's all about pictures and nice things, and unfortunately, that's mm. not the world I live in. I'm all about news and you know, fighting and <laughs> controversy. I'll ask one of one of your social media uh, compliant uh, field officers <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely pretty active on Twitter, which seems to be, you know, thank you, Elon Musk. It seems to be kind of the last bastion of uh, free speech. And you're able to put basically almost anything you want on there, which is great. Not that I'm posting anything too crazy, but yeah, at least I can post links and information. Right. Yeah. Well, Instagram, a match video will, you can't share it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I can't get the hang of Instagram. It's, it's about pictures and mm -hmm. I'm more about information. So it's yeah. difficult for me because I'm not a photographer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But anyways, check us out on discord and I will also try and check us out on discord. Excellent. We're going to find the link. We're going to share it. So one of your moderators yeah. is currently listening. He's, uh, he's oh, there just we go. here. So if you go into our comments, either on Facebook or on um, YouTube, you can see, where you, people can join on Discord. Yeah. Yeah, we're just kind of getting the hang of it, but yeah. it's been highly requested by people. I had a guy at, at TACOM just like, you know, drill it into me. We need Discord. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. But it's I for younger people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm not younger. <laughs> I'm not younger either. I'm not younger. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll get the hang of it. I'm sure of it. You will. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. You will. Cool. Okay. okay. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Unless you have anything else. 
I don't think so. But yeah, no. we'll probably talk again towards the end of the month once we get a ruling and uh, I can yes. pop back on and hopefully we'll Absolutely. be celebrating and heading to the range right after a show right we'll all break yeah. out our ars that'll be great Woot. <laughs> yeah uh yeah if you can do that that'd be that'd be great uh just as an fy both tracy as well as anna and kelly and tamara and i we've been working furiously and fast and uh having meetings on the on, on the regular to try and get those calendars ready for um, launch in November-ish. So yes. watch out for that too, right, Tracy? Yeah, the that's CTFR a really important project yeah. because the funding that we raise from selling those calendars goes to fund Ladies Range Days all across the country. Absolutely. And there's a, a method to our madness. And the idea is women vote. And the very best way to influence someone's opinions about guns and gun ownership is to take them to the range. You can fight on Twitter all day long. At the end of it, I always say to people who are arguing with me on Twitter about guns, why don't we just go to the range? We can talk about it there. Let's give it a try. Come and check it out. And those who do end up agreeing with me. So, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the idea is to infiltrate the soccer mom world and get them out to the range and uh, influence their voting habits. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. It's a big master plan. I like mm -hmm. it. Yeah, plan plus it's hot girls and guns, so who doesn't like it, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks so much. I know you're tired. Yes, I know. I you. actually feel like a train wreck. I'm going to go sit in the hot tub with the grandkid and then hit the sheets. Enjoy. All right. Thanks so much again for representing us so well. Yeah. Especially awesome. Well, thanks for having me, guys, Thank and have a great show. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 And thank you, Tracy, for coming on and filling us in once again. And uh, we'll be talking to her probably in about a month's time, too, once we get a decision. Yeah, move actually, on. we probably will. Yep. 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 Uh, move on to listener feedback. And just in the comments here, we had one. Uh, just a question. Can you hunt deer with, with an MRA and 300 blackout? With a 16 inch barrel. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. point. That's the whole reason I'm getting that short barrel. I'm, I'm getting a 10 inch barrel. Never mind 16. I'm going real short. Hmm. Um, and I won't be using an MRA. I'll be using the SBI, but like same thing, straight pull uh, bolt action. Uh, yeah. Yes. Short answer is yes. With a 16 inch barrel, you're going to get more velocity. Uh, you're going to want to run like a, a light, like a 110 to a 140, something like that. Uh, if you go too heavy on on the bullet, you can't you don't you lose a bunch of powder capacity and then you lose muzzle energy. Yeah. So you want like one of the lighter bullets within reason to uh, to put through. Well, yeah, you're already on a, a smaller case. You want to try and get as much velocity out of that as you can. So yeah, lighter bullet, get more powder in there. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion on it. Yeah, I got some copper 110s and I got some lead 125s that I'm going to try and see what they uh, hmm. see what they look like. You did miss one question in there, though. It's critical. How, how oh. sorry does a mailed sandwich end up anyways? Wow. Well, we live in the days of DoorDash and such, so you can just mm -hmm. order from the country and it arrives hot and fresh. Right. The, the blue cheese was mozzarella when I mailed it. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. 
I thought you were truly going to mail me the first year. I thought you were truly going to mail me a tuna fish sandwich. Oh, that would have been awesome. In the mail. Disgusting. <laughs> I was so looking forward to it. Going to take pictures yeah. and everything and then hurl quickly up. Mail tuna. Aged tuna fish. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, we did not get any emails last no. week. But we do have some YouTube comments. So, as uh, per usual, our most uh, loyal commenter, Tony. Hey, Tony. He says, uh, haven't dealt with North Silva yet, but have already heard of of a lot of not-so-great things. And he also asks if there was a particular model of Vortex Optics that is prone to failure. And... Hmm. Well, he's a negative Nelly, isn't he, in his comments? <laughs> they are. Well, I think I think in that show we might have been talking about that. But yeah, like, yeah. we were we yeah. kind okay. of brought that up, yeah. Yeah. So North Silva's okay. They have they their customer service is a little eh. But at the same time. If you're a distributor, not a retailer. Well, that's that just it. Like distributor yeah. a little different than manufacturer <laughs> or retailer, yeah. Yeah. True. But guys are awful nice. I I, 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 I spent a lot of time at shows right beside them. So, and I know Vortex is excellent to deal with, whether it's Vortex Canada or Vortex US. They are not going to comment on the warranty side, but if you have a warranty, they are awesome to deal with and they support the shooting sports. Oh, huge support for the shooting sports. Yeah. Especially here in Canada and women here in Canada. And yeah, if the warranty is no questions. So if you have any problems with their scope, just call them. They'll replace the well, they'll replace the scope, no problem. So, and uh, he commented, <laughs> "What are you laughing about?" <laughs> Look at the CCFR Discord chat. <laughs> oh, I haven't joined uh, it yet, so <laughs> I've, no, me either. I've been busy on a podcast, so I haven't joined it yet. <laughs> um, we got a comment from John Anderson. Or no, sorry, this is Tony again. Uh, the PSA 8Ks are still super affordable. I did see this comment and had a look. Yeah, they had one on for 600 bucks, but their normal stuff was Ooh. still up to a grand for a normal 8K. What was so, wrong with the $600 one? I don't know. Nothing? I, I can't remember. It was a few days ago. <laughs> Short memory. <laughs> uh, actually, I can't remember. I can't remember if it was like a Woodstock or synthetic, but... But uh, yeah, I mean they're they're another option out there, but they're still like their normal prices are still upwards of a grand, which for a budget AK is still fairly high. So I'll get one. But uh, John Anderson says might be able to use an SKS shell deflector on that Type eighty one. Wish we could get them stateside. Guess I'll take cheaper everything instead. Ha ha. There's such a thing as an SKS shell deflector. Oh, there is. Ah, there you go. Huh? Huh? I wouldn't want one of those on my SKS because I like using the stripper clips. But okay. But your uh, Type eighty one doesn't mm-hmm. even have the slots for the stripper clips. Uh huh. Yeah. So no big loss there. Mm-mm. Yeah, I posted on uh, Instagram and maybe here I talked about it as well. But the shells kind of like flick out the top, so it's yeah. the scoper. If you have a like a really long rail, uh, you're gonna get jams. 
Uh, and then we got Tony. Uh, wet tumble pistol cases without the pins. BTSA is quite a dusty gravel range. Just a quick clean so I don't kill the dies. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Just put them in a five-gallon pail and just swish them around a little bit. You just get <laughs> the off. And then uh, last week's, I think it's at PRCC. I think this is uh, Lucas from last week. Commented on Adriel's first look at the brand two. I see what you mean now. That's a lot of plastic. I agree with the commenter who said that the carbine length gas system and short handguard provide poor proportions with the long barrel. Still a good option if you can afford it. Yeah, it looks a bit goofy, but I don't really yeah. care. Uh, and he commented on the high point episode. Uh, saying at least it's not an M&M product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then our last comment on YouTube is from Tony saying, spoiler alert-ish, I had some not-so-great experiences with Kodiak. I don't think my email inbox is broken, but I'm not getting any replies. Poor Tony, not getting any love. But Kodiak's Email might be broken because I imagine they get a lot of emails. Probably do. You're right. But that is it for our YouTube comments. I haven't seen anything on Instagram, Facebook reviews, uh, Discord. I haven't been following it. Adriel, has there anything on Discord tonight? I put like so a lot of those events were from people on Discord. Anytime they post anything that's like a good sale, sometimes I buy the thing. Uh, <laughs> and then they talk about it on the show. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we have a Cabela's link. So if you go to our website, or if you're going to buy something from Cabela's online, go to our website. We have a link on the website. Click that. We'll get a little kickback from that. And at the end of every month, we compile all the purchases used or bought with that link and read them out in either a public shaming or public congratulation. <laughs> like to yeah, thank our supporters on Patreon and Player. You can find us on both of those platforms you'd like to support the show and uh also if you'd like to send the show an email you can send it to slamfireradio at gmail.com yep and we will read it out on the show yep uh shout outs kelly you got any sure i'd like to give a shout out to kelly kincaid so wednesday was her birthday officially and you know what we did we went out to the range and we went to shoot around the ski so it was nice. I was able to meet a couple of other friends. We spent the evening at the range with everybody that we love to hang out with and then went out for dinner and drinks afterwards. So happy birthday, Kelly. Happy birthday, Kelly. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kelly. Good night, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not no, yet. It's a little soon. It's a little soon. All right. I'm out of here. All Bye. Right. <laughs> um, who else? Mo, do you got a shout out? Neither for me, no. Okay. Adriel? Yeah, to Steve and the guys from Mighty Peace 3 again that put on that match. It was it was nice attending someone else's match where you didn't have to like do a whole bunch of pre-planning and building and <laughs> yeah. stage it. Nah, I just like showed up and shot a match and like helped pack up and then left. And I was like, oh, it's so nice. <laughs> I gotta nice. do more of that. Awesome. And I do not have any shout outs this week. So with that, we will sign off. So join our Discord server. Watch us on Facebook, YouTube, and Player. Join the CCFR, and we will see you all next week. Later. Later. Bye.
So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.